everyone, and uh, welcome back to episode nine of the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett speaking from comeuppancereviews.net. Hey, it's me, Tyler. Episode nine, we're back. <laughs> yes, we are back indeed, and um, we have some interesting things to talk about today, I think. Yeah, I think and so. So, but first, before we get started with today's topic and today's theme, Ty went on a special road trip. And I thought maybe he'd like to talk about where he went. I sure did, Brett. (laughs) That sounds like a newscast. It is a newscast, apparently. (laughs) And now Bob with the weather. No, but I went to uh, New Hampshire to uh, your movie warehouse in Wolfsboro, New Hampshire. And um, I was looking for some tapes and DVDs, some rare ones. And I found over 50 tapes, which is amazing. So you clean the place out, more or less. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, the Laura, or, sorry, the, the owner is named Laura, and she was very nice. And, you know, I had a bunch of stuff on my list. I found nine. So that was exciting. Yeah, bit of a trip, about four hours from Connecticut. But uh, it was worth it. It was a lot of fun. And um, it, you don't have to say how much money you spent, but it it was very inexpensive relatively because oh yeah it, yeah things. relative to how many things you got oh absolutely you know it was only three dollars a tape so that's an amazing deal right there so, and the owner threw in some free tapes because you made yeah. such a big purchase absolutely so I got a No Man's Land with uh, Charles Sheen for free and a couple other ones I don't remember. But, well, I think she also threw in National Lampoon's senior trip. Yes. <laughs> I got that because, you know, Washington is very popular right now. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> um, and some other ones and um, some DVDs, a couple DVDs. Yeah, I got uh, The Marksman with Wesley Snipes. And what was the other one? Oh, The High Noon remake with uh, Michael Madsen. So never seen that one. But it's got Michael Madsen. Oh, The High Noon remake. Oh. and uh, and he found some interesting movies such as interlocked yes i found interlocked it's like one of these uh kind of early um internet movies of like your fantasies will come true in the chat room (laughs) that was a good find and um yeah that was a good one i found a movie called tiktok i think i had that susan ward from the in crowd oh the in crowd from the from the year 2000 and what else did I find that was interesting? Nails with Dennis Hopper, which we reviewed on the site. Um, trying to think of some other ones. Oh, um, the Bridget Nielsen. Oh, yes, Domino with Bridget Nielsen. I, I never seen that, so that should be an interesting watch. And I already watched I'm, two of them. Yeah. So, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I'm interested in what you think of Domino. Cause... Oh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll try to get to it a little faster. You know, it, just sits, it sits in a box right now because it's a huge box and, of movies. Well, and you brought your own box. I did, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Cause, so, because you thought you'd be picking up so much stuff, you brought this big cardboard box to yeah. cart off your haul in, and it turned out you needed the box. I needed the box when it would start getting to about the in the twenties, you know. It's like so time to get the box. So, it's like, <laughs> so, so yeah, all in all, yeah. yeah. And you increased your VHS collection by about oh, fifty yeah. tapes. I had five hundred plus right now. It's like five seventy two. According to my, uh, what's? <laughs> well, you can check Instagram. on Letterbox. I can mm-hmm. on Letterbox. Yeah, we're on Letterbox. It's connected to the site. Uh, Ty Comeuppance on Letterbox. You can see all my tapes. And so, if Ty or if people want to see some of this stuff, you posted on Instagram. Oh yeah, I'll be. Oh yeah, if you want to see the full trip and the pictures of the place, just go on Instagram. Ty Action Rocks, and uh, leave me a comment. I'll I'll answer back. <laughs> All right, so that was a good trip, and, uh, and yeah, um, uh, moving on from that, uh, we actually have some more action stars. Now, if you listen to the past episodes, you know we had a discussion about people that should have been action stars but weren't, such as Fabio, Butterbean, and the rest of the gang. Right, yeah. And then <laughs> in the following episode, we came up with some more, and now we have some more. So we were thinking, about well, maybe we could turn this into a regular segment yeah, because there will like always that. be more people that should have been action stars. Absolutely. That's a great idea. It's fun to think of these. It makes your imagination, you know, run wild. <laughs> so in today's segment of they should have been action stars um, – <laughs> Maybe we'll get like a little bumper music or something. We that. should. We should get some music for that. I'll have to work on that. Yeah, we'll we'll work on that. 
but we didn't plan really for this to become a segment. So I did, you know, we have no <laughs> reason true. to have bumper music, but um, we did discuss it. Maybe well, well if we, how about this? If we come up with what? reading rainbow, uh, the reading rainbow uh, music. Mm, we might be able to do a little bit better than yeah, that. <laughs> Unless okay. LeVar Burton should have been an action star. That's not a bad idea either. So. <laughs> I mean, he was in yesterday's target, I believe. Yes. Yeah, so it was a science fiction movie. He was the villain. And it wasn't very good, but Daniel Baldwin uh, retweeted us all those years ago. Yes. Said, Thanks for liking it, lol. <laughs> yeah, he lolled uh, at yeah. us, so I guess yeah. maybe he thought, I'm not sure what the lol refers to. Does it refer to our review and like the content of the review, or he's just reminiscing about the making of yesterday's Target and he just I had a laugh? I think it's the latter. I really think it's the latter. Like, oh, right, yesterday's Target. Huh. Oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> So we brought the memory of yesterday's target back to Daniel Baldwin. Yes, I, he probably thought about it for a couple, for like at least a minute or two. Like, oh right, you know what? That was pretty funny. Oh, That's true. He makes me. a lot of stuff. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. I would say so. He makes a lot of stuff. So if we could, he probably forgot about yesterday's target, and then he saw our <laughs> review, I guess, and then yeah. thought, hey, well, I'll retweet this and whatever. Yeah, wow. Contact these yeah. guys. Yeah, it was fun. But uh, All right, so two, two, we, got two, uh, we have a couple action stars, so go ahead. Well, we, we have them from two separate worlds. So we have <laughs> we have one from, well, I guess I'll just say it, from the world yeah. of Cheers, and then we have one from the world of government. So we'll do the yeah. Cheers one first. So how about perfect. Ted Danson? Perfect. That's so perfect. He can totally be out for revenge. And that goes with George Wendt and John Rathenberger and even Shelley Long. Any one of those could have been an action star. <laughs> You know, say they're grizzled, you know, like George Wendt or even yeah. Danson himself. You know, he's they're grizzled, they're unshaven, they're, you know, they're they don't drinking. have a lot to lose. <laughs> yeah, they're drinking, of course. Yeah. Because yeah. um, on Cheers, you never saw anyone get drunk. That's true. And Norm was a mailman, and there's that cliche from the 90s. It's like, you know, they're going postal. So it's like. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I think you might have made an error. I don't okay, think Norm ahead. was a mailman. Oh, wait, it was a Rattenberg? Cliff Clavin was the mailman. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. So Clavin could go, you know, postal. Yeah. Yeah, and also John Ratzenberger's from Bridgeport. Perfect. See, he knows Connecticut. Just like and Ernest he Borgnine. was in that commercial saying, "I love coming back to Bridgeport." <laughs> Most Which, people do. Right. No, or so not. <laughs> he might have been fudging the truth a little bit on that one. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe goes to the archive. No, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> of course, when that commercial was made, the archive didn't exist. But I'll still go with that. He okay, probably likes going to the archive now. Yeah, he loves going there and getting his records, I assume. <laughs> um, okay, so we have Ratzenberger, Wen, Danson. Um, Long. Long. I mean, I guess Woody Harrelson. I guess, he hasn't really done the action movies. I mean, I can't – well, just Money Train, I guess. And I guess Natural Born Killers is an action movie. Nah, Cowboy it's, Way. Yeah. That's close, but some people do get killed in that. It's really ridiculous for comedy. Um, mom cowboys. You know? Yeah, look, mom cowboys. It's you like, know, the classic '90s kid probably had yeah. a bull haircut. It was in the commercial. <laughs> I've never seen the cowboy way. No, I've seen it. I've oh. seen it. It's it's stupid, but then a lot of people get murdered in it. It's really weird. So, is that kid in the movie, or is that just in the trailer? I think he's in the movie just for a second. But does he say "Look, mom cowboys"? I think he does. Yes. Okay, good. You, you have to deliver on that. Well, yeah, but look at Murder at 1600. Yeah, when the guy told Snipes he's going to be born, you're born to become a chalk outline. That's not in the movie, dude. It's in the trailer. And you'd think a line that killer would be in the movie. Oh, it's so good. But it happens all the time. I you know, know. I can survive your death sport. You know, it's not in the movie. It's in the trailer. Perfect line for the trailer, but they never deliver on that. Um, what's the movie? We're talking about Nuclear War here. Oh, yeah. Oh, 13 days. Talking about Nuclear War here. That's supposed to be Kevin Costner as a Bostonian. But that was um, the only that's not the, that's not in the movie. It's only in the deleted scenes on the DVD. And also the trailer. And the trailer, because perfect for the trailer, because he's talking about nuclear war. Yeah. Because that happened all the time where, you know, obviously, whoever makes the trailers, can they get this footage before? Yeah, I guess. Exactly. The, yeah, the movie's completely finished. And so it ends up in the trailer and then not in the movie. And we get all these great classic lines that are not in the movie themselves. At least they're there, you know, to watch. In spirit. You know, in spirit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, oh, so we got we got Cheers, and, they, and then we have the silly people. From right. Wait, hold on. Are we forgetting anyone from Cheers, or is that everyone well, from Cheers? Well, Coleman, but she was already in Sunset Park. Not an action movie, but she's got to represent. <laughs> that's <laughs> the tagline, right? That's the tagline. So look at the VHS tape of that, and you'll see, and she'll laugh. And she you'll looks laugh. very angry and determined. Yeah. Very, she, because she's representing. <laughs> as, as, I think we talked about this, you know, not in the podcast, but it was a really different world when a movie like Sunset Park would go to the theater, because I don't think... Today, someone would say, who, who can we get to top line this movie? Rhea Perlman. Yeah. Like, I just don't think, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't see, see that happening today. See I've never seen the movie. It was, I don't think I have. No, I don't think I have. So <laughs> I don't care for basketball movies. Well, maybe you're confusing it with Above the Rim. Oh, yeah. I've seen that or Juice or other Tupac movies. Or Love and Basketball. I've seen that too, actually. <laughs> Love and basketball. So for someone who doesn't like basketball, you have, and you've seen blue chips multiple times. Oh, that's true too. You know what? I like basketball now. <laughs> I just, I just you just realized it just now while we have a revelation on the podcast, everybody. Yeah, I like basketball movies, but I like blue chips the most because it's Nick Nolte just getting angry. Like, ah, it's like, ah, God damn it. Blue chips. I got damn it. It's like, it's <laughs> wow. So was it bad. you? Was it Nick Nolte? I can't so tell. He was so mad about the blue chips. And he's like, oh, he's supposed to be like Bobby Knight. So he's right. seen the movie. So he kicks a basketball. And it's not a spoiler, but he's very angry. Does <laughs> he throw chairs or is that? Yeah, he throws <clears throat> chairs. He throws kicks back, basketballs. Shaq is in it as not Shaq. It's like, you know, shook. It's like, right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I think his name um, is Leon, actually. Wow. I keep remembering that. Well, well, because you've seen it more than once. I've seen it at least two times. So, which is a lot of times for blue chips for someone who doesn't like basketball but now i do so <laughs> right well that's true you do you just realized you do see this is like therapy you realized you like i just realized it. that i love basketball movies <laughs> well what about brian dennehy when he played bobby knight oh she's on the brink another movie i've seen i guess it's another <laughs> basketball movie he definitely throws chairs and kicks and stuff you know he gets very he gets even madder than nolte would too bad they weren't in a movie together. It might be too much anger on the screen. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, but back to the topic at hand. Okay, so we did all our Cheers people. Yes. Um, I mean, well, Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, that could work too. You know, he's an older, grizzled, you know, gentleman. And maybe uh, Niles is killed because he's playing Frazier, right? right? So. <laughs> uh, well, sure. Why not? And then he has to get revenge for his slain brother, Niles. Perfect. You know, he could have a hat. You know, he could have oh, yeah. a beard. It's perfect. It's absolutely Why didn't that happen? For the love of God, why didn't that happen? It's not too late for grammar. It's really not. That's true. That is true. Well, he's another one who is – wasn't he in Expendables 3? He was. I've never seen it, and I don't think he kills people. I think he's like the helper to Sly Stallone from mm. like, the memory of the trailer or something. But I'll maybe I'll finally sit down and watch it because <laughs> – Maybe he does shoot someone. But but you know it's not like a a, a real revenge movie of the type that we want to see. No, no, it's not like, you know, uh, like a Death Wish type movie or Sudden Death, the 85 version. Right, right, which is what we would like to see with these people. Okay, well, moving on to the other side of the spectrum, we have some people yeah. in government that should have <laughs> uh, been. I, I've got one word for you, maybe two words. Yep. Bork. Yes. Robert, Robert Bork. Bork. How about Perfect. Bork? Perfect. He has a gun and it's all over the all over the VHS cover or DVD, I guess. It just says Bork has a gun. He's out for revenge for healthcare. It's perfect. <laughs> or, or whatever he did. Well, what what the other one was C. Everett Coop. Yeah, C. Everett Coop, another great one. Maybe he could be not an action star, but maybe like a professor. He could be an actor. You know, it's like well, that's like, true. He could do that, but how about much like the movie we're going to talk about in a minute with Chuck Norris, he could be a professor by day, but a yeah. revenger by night. It's perfect. That's so great. He has the beard. He looks very distinguished. It's, it's, it's too, too good. Too good of an idea, C. Everett Coop. <laughs> Did you have a line for him to say in the movie, like, this, oh. like he's pointing a gun with like a silencer at someone, and he I says, like, that. this is going to be bad for your health. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, this, this, this is bad for your health. A bullet. 
<laughs> right, and then he shoots the guy. He shoots the guy, and then you know, falls, and the bad guy falls through a bunch of trash cans or something. Because <laughs> he's in a dark alley. He's in a dark alley. Like, yeah. In New York City in like 1980. It's perfect. Yeah, forget Bronson. Coop. I think Coop and Bork. And Bork, or they can be they can team up as grizzled cops. <laughs> if anyone from Hollywood is listening to this, drop us a line. We'll we'll write the script. Yeah, I'll happy to. It's like I'm assuming Coop is still hanging around. I hope. You know, I'm not so sure about Bork. I haven't checked on the status of their life or death. I don't know if okay. they're alive. Or de- I honestly don't. I really don't. I mean, we should check that. But let's just say they're dead. It will to be unfortunate. But if they're alive, awesome. Still not too late. Or, or maybe we can get actors that look like them to be yeah. to be them in a movie <laughs> where they kill people. Just like uh, Crash Dive Two or uh, Countermeasures, where they get a fake. Christopher Titus, a right. fake Christopher Titus. Right, they needed the back of the head of someone who looks like Christopher Titus. So yeah. this conversation probably happened in real life. Yeah. We yeah. need someone who looks like Christopher Titus. <laughs> uh, and so that was probably on said. It. Yeah, on it. See, that's the magic of Hollywood. They can find a guy who looks like Christopher Titus for a low-budget <laughs> subslog movie. It's amazing. That is pretty amazing to hear. So give it up to these casting yeah. agents. Yeah, get me a Christopher Titus type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How? I, I just, that was probably said. I just can't believe it. I w- well, it was said, and, and then it was someone found them. <laughs> well, then that's even more amazing. And so if anyone wants to see this Christopher Titus type person, yeah. they should watch. Countermeasures. Right, countermeasures. Not crashing. And is that the movie where they had all that misinformation in the back of the box? Yes, where his name is like, Zack Silver, but it's not Zack Silver. <laughs> like it, so, on the back of the box, it says like Zack Silver Dudikoff is blah, blah, blah. his okay. name in the movie is not Zack Silver. It's not. It's absolutely. So they made that up. That was just completely made up by whoever yep. wrote the back of the box, who probably did not see the movie. It's like yeah, uh, yeah, Zack Silver at the name. <laughs> it's like yeah, what's not nah, Zack Silver? Sure, why not? So, and also the running time is completely wrong. Yeah, it's ninety minutes, but they say it's an hour and fifty. So they just I made this stuff so. up. Like on that DZ Discovery Zone thing, I don't think so. <laughs> so if, if if you want to get the truth, you have to watch Countermeasures and yes, I don't go by the on, misinformation. Yeah, I posted that on uh, Instagram a couple weeks ago. So oh, the back two, the back two. I, well, the problem is because it's all silvery and you know metallic. It's hard to see Zach Silver. Well, let's see. Maybe that's where they got the name. Like, well, this box is silver. How about Zach Silver? I, that makes sense to me. That really does. That or just, it, that tracks. Yeah, because it's uh, unlike the VHS, um, but uh, it's like the um, red tape on Street Corner Justice. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's like almost related to the movie itself. Very you know? interesting. Very Because as we said before and in the review, yes. Mike Justice doesn't like red tape. No, he does not. So he has a red tape to cut through the red tape. We talked about it in the street uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. So if you want more in-depth discussion about that, go back and listen to that. Yes, we need um, to say Clint Howard's a rapist or something, as usual, and then well, in the movie. In the movie. <laughs> Thank you for that. Come his on. character plays a rapist in the movie. Yes, yes. And uh, um, I was like, ah, I'm, uh, want some well, ice don't cream? Don't you have an impression of Clint Howard from Ice Cream Man? Yeah, want some ice cream? <laughs> okay, so that's uh, one of your many impressions you've done so far. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I, do you want to say that again? I was talking okay. over your Clint Howard. Okay, okay. Well, you want some chocolate ice cream, little boy? Okay, moving on. So we have Coop, we had Bork. Do we have anyone else? No, that's it. And the Cheers cast. So. Oh, and Cheers. Okay, so those are our people that should have been action stars for today. Yes. We'll come and back we to talked that. about um, your trip to your movie warehouse. We sure did. It was a lot of fun. Okay, so we're going to We have one swiftly... more bit. Oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, we have one more bit, like what we watched recently, right? Yes, uh, that's we're going to move on quickly to that. So for this site, and then, see, the thing is, these reviews won't be coming for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, a year. If that Unless, for some reason, people listening to this contact us, and they really want us to post these very quickly, the natural order of this is we're so behind in posting our reviews, we, we won't be posting them on the site for a while, but we did watch one movie that we enjoyed a lot and one not so much. Yes. So the first one we watched was The President's Man, A Line in the Sand with Chuck Norris. Right. It's a later Chuck movie 
from 2001, which is easy to remember because he's fighting Islamic terrorists in the movie. That's a, I think it was before 9-11. It had to be. Now, according to IMDb, okay, it was that? originally called The President's Man Ground Zero. Mm. And then after 9-11 happened, they changed it to a line in the sand. So they must have made it before 9-11. And then it's yes. like, oh, 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 better change the yes. title. And, and apparently in some other places they kept the Ground Zero name, but mm. – uh, but then I actually kind of like the name A Line in the Sand because, you know, if you think about it, he's fighting Middle Eastern terrorists. So yeah. they live with sand. <laughs> yes. So they gave, so it actually ended up working out for the title of the movie. Um, but there's a, and there's also a I should star. say in other places, yeah. it's also called Action Force. Really? That's a great title. Action Force. Chuck Norris right. in Action Force. I believe the French DVD is called Action Force. Le action, le thought. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, but we enjoyed it a lot. It's it's oh, a it's telefilm. Fun. It was made for CBS, kind of like the other ones we watched, The President's Man and Logan's War, Bound by Honor. Yep, all great movies. They're really a lot of fun. They deliver the goods for CBS. It, it, you wouldn't think that these early 2000s TV movies would be that good. You would, I, you'd be under... You know, it would be understandable yeah. for you to think that. We thought that. We actually <laughs> thought they like, oh, oh, no, I don't know about these. But I bought the two bucks at Goodwill. So right. So we thought, well, why not? You you got three movies for two bucks at Goodwill. What the heck? You know, they have at least have Chuck. They can't be all bad. Yeah, that's what we thought. But they turn out to be very entertaining and very fun. Yeah, we love uh, Deke Slater, the, uh, <laughs> the yes. main hero of the President's Man movies. <laughs> yes, because that's true. People should know that it's not all Chuck all the time. The, you know, the whole plot is that Chuck is like the older warrior who's training the young guy. Um, his name played is Slater. His but name wait, in the movie is Deke Slater. He's played by two different actors and two different. Yeah, that's funny. Movies. Yeah, the the sequel has Judson Mills as Deke Slater, right, uh, and the other one has Dylan Neal. I think his name is. Yeah, Dylan Neal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good memory. Well, I mean, I was looking into this as I was writing the review. Oh. I mean, and Logan's War Bond by Honor, which is not a President's Man movie, has, of course, Eddie Cibrian. Yeah, Eddie Cibrian, and he definitely did some cool moves in that, too. <laughs> right, and they all have these cool kind of – how would you describe them? Uh, you know, action uh, moves, I guess, action hmm, – good question. Well, they're kind of like, you know, almost cartoonish, high-flying yeah. type thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Have, um, <laughs> he, you know, he um, – it, it is hard to be watching Deke Slater and Joshua McCord, which is Chuck's character, <laughs> shooting terrorists with their guns in slow motion while cars are on fire in the background. It's, it's perfect. It's really just perfect watching. It's just pure entertainment. That's true. And it, it's a great formula, Chuck fighting terrorists. I mean, how could that be bad? And it delivered. Yes, it did. So we, we recommend the President's Man series yeah, of I two hope people movies. can watch it. So, so yeah, if you can get a hold of it, and I, I would imagine you can get a hold of it very, very cheap. Yeah, it is. It is cheap. And you get it more than a dollar's entertainment. Oh, yes. Um, so keep an eye out for that set that has those three movies in it. it you, you really can't go wrong. It's probably um, at your local Goodwill or other kind of thrifty stores, you know, in your yeah, area. So, <laughs> and if you if you, and if you really want to buy it online, I can't imagine. The shipping is probably going to be more than the DVD itself. <laughs> That's a good point, probably. You know, Logan's War for a penny, you know. Yeah, it's one of those. So if you see it, don't be afraid to get it because it's a lot better than you might think. Absolutely. Um, and the other movie one. we watched. Oh, mm. Ah, nuts. 13 right. Dead Men. Yeah, so we, we watched 13 Dead Men, which is sort of a prison. I don't know if you call it a prison slog, but it's a – well, I guess it is. Well, it's it, a prison slog. <laughs> it's a prison film with – uh, Lorenzo Lamas and Mystical. Yeah, Mystical. Shake it fast, or whatever you're saying. So, yeah, <laughs> I didn't say this in the review, but if you want a 90 minute version of the Shake It Fast music video, <laughs> that it's about as intelligible as that. Yes, yeah, I couldn't really hear what he was saying, and we didn't have subtitles. There's only Spanish subtitles available on our DVD. So, right, well, because if ever a movie needed subtitles, I think this is the one. Yes, and it was pretty crud throughout the most of the running time. I mean, the beginning was kind of funny, and then, wow, it fell off. Well, 
as if you want to see mystical punching people. Yes, and his name is Cage. Yes, which is spelled C A J. Yeah. <laughs> forgot about that our buddy uh direct video connoisseur he watched it a while ago and according to his review he uh watched a censored version of oh, all the yeah, language i'm glad you brought that up yeah yeah i'm glad you mentioned that apparently out there there are two versions there's one with censored language which why because it's yeah. like a homie movie with, yeah. you know with pervasive language yeah, as they exactly. say yeah. so what's the, what's the point i have no idea Thankfully, we stumbled upon the uncensored version. Yes, we got a Salvation Army, and it might go back there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, it, I think you should try to bring it to the archive. No, I'll bring it to the archive. I'm just kidding around. I'm gonna, they might take it, or I hope they will. No, I agree. Because, um, you know, that's the thing. You went to look up the subtitles, and it was just Spanish subtitles. And I think yeah. that's and – and I think in that little kid voice, you, oh, nuts. <laughs> ah, nuts. I need English subtitles. Ah, nuts. Um, <laughs> he said more this time instead of on nuts. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He's he's saying more now. Billy is saying yeah, more. Billy. Yeah, that's our character. That's the name. His name is Billy. He goes. He has a bowl haircut and things don't always go well for him. No, no. We can get we can get into that character on another episode, I guess. That's true. <laughs> you know, I don't people I don't know if people tuned in to hear about what Billy is up to, but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I don't know if subtitles would have helped. Or maybe they would have, I don't know. Or the uncensored version. It's all just a big jumble. Yeah, you know, it's, it, I kind of it's very repetitive. Yeah, I already forgot about it. We watched it yesterday or it's Saturday. Uh, yeah, whenever you're listening to this. Well, it's one of those. It's the type of movie you watch and then the next day you forget. I mean, yep. thankfully, I wrote the review this morning. And so okay, now good. I can feel free to forget it. Good. Uh, you're free from the shackles of 15 Dead Men because you're in prison. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, I am. Uh, so, yeah, so we watched 13 Dead Men. It's repetitive. It's very, very, very dumb. Even the Lamas can't save it. No, he tried. He really tried, but he just couldn't. Just watch. Right, there's only so much one man can do, even if it's Lamas. Just watch Renegade again. <laughs> yeah, right. Just watch an episode of Renegade because that's way better than this. But also, as I was looking into the movie, okay, if you look at the artwork, it looks a lot like Half Past Dead. <laughs> oh, that's right. And so if you compare and contrast the artwork for Half Past Dead and 13 Dead Men, already, you know, kind of a similar title, you'll notice a similarity. And the plot of Half Past Dead involves people in prison and they want gold and they're like trying to get the gold, yeah. right? This exactly. and they're trying to get diamonds. Hmm. Sounds like a ripoff to me. And instead of Seagal and Ja Rule, it's Lorenzo Lamas and Mystical. Mystical. <laughs> um, hmm. And, and apparently in Half Past Dead, Corrupt is in the movie. Yes. Corrupt, but corrupt is not in 13 Dead Men. Why not? They couldn't get Corrupt? They, well, I think they spent their budget on Lawmas and Mystical. So. Well, at least it was money well spent. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So that's what we watched. This, we had the kind of the good and the bad. We had President's Man, A Line in the Sand. It's not called President's Man 2. It's just called President's Man, A Line in the Sand. And... Um, 13 dead men. So, you know, we had a little bit of the good, a little bit of the not so good. Exactly. That's almost perfect because, you know, it's not all good, all bad. Right. It's it's like life. You know? <laughs> Just like life, watching 13 dead men. There's yeah. a little bit of your life watching it. <laughs> well, that is true. Well, um, we kind of knew that from the outset because I think, like I said, our buddy connoisseur, he didn't like it either. I think he thought it was crud. So. I mean, it could have been better, but this, uh, well, a lot better. But the thing yeah. is, it's just it's very repetitive and very dumb. If it was just less repetitive and less dumb, it could have been good. It could have been a, a winner. So. But it's another prison movie, you know, with the corrupt warden and the stuff you've before. seen before. And, you know, Death Warrant even has that, you know, problem. You know, prison movies are set in one location. Prison. Right. So <laughs> and, and usually it's very drab and kind of uninteresting to look at. Yeah, so you can't do much really in the walls or outside the walls of the prison, so you're just there. So even the good prison movies have that issue. That that is true, and I mean, yes, there there is that kind of subplot where Lamas is on the outside, and he actually has to assemble a team, but it's a, a team of like diamond thieves. That's the thing. There's right. not really a lot of like, um, like really like likable characters. No, I was like, that's it. And what's the guy named Four Loco? I was called him Four Loco. Yeah, there, there's a, of course a crazy guy named Loco. Yeah. And, but even the main guy we're supposed to root for, whose name was Malachi. Yeah, so, wow, Malachi. We're really 
<laughs> really oh, breaking really? this down. Wow, this is like the it's like an episode of All About Thirteen Dead Men. <laughs> and there, and you know, basically, he was like, "Well, they said I was in here for killing a cop. I really didn't. I'm a diamond thief." It's like, "Oh, okay." You know? Oh, okay. You're, so you're still a criminal, but all right. Yeah, and I, he's the guy we're supposed to root for. No. Um, <laughs> even though, and, and the people that are trying to spring him out are bad guys, yeah. essentially too. Well, it was a dud, and we should probably just leave it at that. <laughs> okay, yeah, no more, no more breaking that down. So let's get to the topic at hand. Yes. We, last. So yeah, last. People that listen to the podcast know we it, we notice these sort of trends as far as what the movies are titled, and we look at our site, and you know you'd you'd expect there to be you know blood, kill, death, and we will get to all of those Absolutely. if we haven't already. But Ty noticed there's a lot of movies that start with the word last. Right, because usually there's one last hero, one last person. It's like, wow, we have 15 of them. So I was going to run them down. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, unless there's more you want to say, you could just run them down. Well, we usually have like a final thought, you know, at the end. Like, why is this called last? (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll save that for later. Yeah. So I'm going to run them down, all 15. Okay, go for it. In order of our site, we got the last Boy Scout, the last fight. Last Flight to Hell, The Last Hour, Last Man Standing from 1987, Last Man Standing from 1996, Jeff Wincott, The Last Marshal, The Last Match, The Last of the Finest, The Last Ride, The Last Riders, The Last Samurai from 1991, not Tom Cruise, Last of Surrender, The Last Warrior, Boo, and Last Witness. There's a lot of interesting movies in that list. Yeah, I just realized that also. <laughs> you know, there's a lot to discuss. I mean, I mean, what jumps out to me, and maybe you feel the same way, is Last Flight to Hell. Yes, that's a classic Red Brown rare, almost a rare movie. I think I know and what Chuck you might Connors. say. And Chuck Connors. I think I know what you're going to say about this one. <laughs> well, it's one of the only movies, if not the only movie in history, to have a skiing play. <laughs> Not screenplay, scheme play. <laughs> yes, they misspelled the word screenplay in the credits. Um, or did they? Maybe it's meant to be a scheme play. Yeah, total scheme play. You know, that's how you get your copyright. You have to make scheme plays. <laughs> I, maybe so. Then maybe they're breaking new ground, saying, no, 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 this is not a screenplay. It's this new thing called a scheme play. Um, but anyway, it, it's it's the team up we always wanted with Red Brown and Chuck Connors. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of uh, fun, from what I remember during the jungle, and I think Red Brown shoots some people in a restaurant. I haven't seen it since we watched it, all the way back in like 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember enjoying that one. And you I can't get the tape today. It, I think it's unavailable, according to Amazon. I haven't really checked eBay, but it says Amazon says it's currently unavailable. <laughs> So hopefully, if anyone's interested, they might be able to find it. But it, it's um, it's kind of tough to find. Yeah, I had to pay some of a pretty penny to get it back in the day. But it, it, AIP, right? AIP, yeah. It's more, I love this. It's, it's so cool they put this out. Same with In Gold We Trust. Right, because that's kind of in the jungle as well. This was a good one. I mean, he, he does his scream. I definitely remember that. Screenplay. He's, yeah, he's doing his yeah, screenplay. <laughs> Well, there is that movie called Screenplay. It's like a horror movie. I think Trauma released it. Oh, I've never seen that. How was it? Uh, I, I, I can't actually remember. Oh. I, uh, first off, I can't even remember if I've seen it. But, um, <laughs> there's a chance I've seen it, and but I don't remember it. So let's just move on. Okay, no problem. I mean, if we're talking about Trauma, I guess we can kind of name drop Lloyd Kaufman because he tweeted us too back in the day when he posted Trauma's War. Right, which is I'm, that was cool that he did that, and yeah. um, he had some nice things to say, and um, it was very nice. And Trauma's War is one of the few trauma movies I really like and would recommend to people. Yes, it's like an action movie. You know, it's like a cool yeah, and it's movie. done well. Yeah, it was really a lot of fun. I mean, it's uh, it's a little long, which is my only complaint, but overall, it's 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 again better than you might think. I remember in the review, you said, well, it takes a long time to kill all these people in the movie, so it has to run long. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember reading that in the review. Um, let's take a look at the next one. I have a Last Marshal. Oh, I love The Last Marshal. <laughs> it's Scott Glenn's best, his best role. <laughs> because he his character doesn't really 
have that much of an arc, which is good, which it's like he's a tough, no nonsense, straight talking yeah. sheriff at the yeah. beginning and at the end. Yeah, I love Cole McClary. That's his name. Right. <laughs> of course you remember that. Well, according to all of you, I just remember because I was taking a look at the last movie before we did this exciting episode. And, you know, he's a tough, racist, hard drinking, hard fighting and hard swearing Texas deputy marshal. And isn't that the way you, you want to see Scott Glenn? And he's awesome. And he just he's it's just perfect. It's the perfect role for Scott. Yeah, he don't take no guff. No, I think no guff. I highly recommend it. And there's that really funny, not only funny, but that really manly place called the Steak and Strip. Right. It's like a strip club. You can get a steak. Uh, manly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's either a strip club where you can get a steak or it's a steakhouse with strippers. I don't remember which yeah. one. I, it's probably both. <laughs> manly much. <laughs> That's true. I guess if you really want to feel like a, a manly man, you, you would go there. Yeah, steak and strip. Combination steakhouse and strip joint. Um, and William Forsythe is in it and he plays a German. I'm saying that in quotes. So He's the hmm. villain. Yeah. He has a German accent. <laughs> Um, and there was well, a uh, yelling chief. You know, that's a really good movie. You know, it was made in 1999, so it was kind of the last, last of the ancient breed hmm. of these kind of movies. He was kind of cool, tough guy. Um, that's true. There weren't a lot of yeah. those at the time, and from then until now, there aren't that many of them. No, no, not at all. And I think our next movie, we talked about this in the Die Hard Inna, so we could just mm. quickly kind of run over it, which would be the last hour. You know, Michael Parre, Die Hard in a wasn't very good. Right, building. Yeah. Is he, he's yeah, in building. a building. He's Die Hard in a building. Yeah, we already talked about that. So take a look at the episode about the Die Hard in a movie. And we'll have a little more of a breakdown of that. It sucks. There, it's a, there's a spoiler. <laughs> there, now they don't have to listen. You just saved him oh, like right. an hour. <laughs> Let's take a look at the next one. Last Man Standing 1987. Oh, it's a punch fighter. Did we talk about that in the punch fighting episode? I think we did, I don't right? think we did. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe remember. we did. I, I don't think so. I think we would have mentioned Rue Marcus, you know, played by Vernon. Yeah, Rue. Wells. Oh no, no, yeah, I think no, we did mention it because we we talked about Franco Colombo. Yes, yes, it was actually kind of a drama slash punch. Yeah, it's more of a drama, but that they could do that back then in the eighties. You could have a punch fighting drama, and it was well a little more makes, normal. That makes me think of something. Here's a punch fighting drama. Far and Away, starring Tim Cruise. Tim Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> now who's misspelling the credits? Well, it said that in the last uh, Flight to Hell thing, because he was talking about Scheme Play, what about Tim Cruise or Bruce Wallace? So maybe, right, you, like you don't see misspelled credits too often. But yeah, no, there is there is punch fighting in Far and Away. There's more than you might think. You know, he's he's punching all his Irish people. It's it's not that bad. I mean, again, the, the movie is kind of long. Yeah, it's too long. It's like two and a half hours, well, but because it's a drama. And it's a classic Hollywood type thing where they think oh, all these movies have to be long because it's Hollywood. Yeah, um, it was okay. I mean, it's a two star movie because it has the punch fighting. Well, and I think the yeah. title. I think they're just expecting critics to say, "Far and away, the best movie of the year." Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. I think that's why they decided to call it "Far and Away." It was kind of sort of an Oscar bait type of thing. Oh, for sure. I don't remember much about it, but I just say there's punch fighting. Awesome, great. So our, we talked about this other movie coming up. Oh, we're just going to talk about more about Rue Marcus, but we already did. Uh, we already did. So our next movie would be, well, we talked about this too, Last Man Standing, 1996, so Jeff Wincott. We, but we did talk about that on the Connoisseurs podcast. Yes, we did. We just uh, we recorded a podcast about PM movies. So t- uh, take a look at his podcast, uh, his newest episode. So right. that was a lot and of fun to did, do, by we, the way. I thought that was a really good discussion we had with him. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and he's such a cool dude. So. And, but we did spend a good couple minutes talking about how much we all love Last Man Standing with Jeff Wincott yes. and how good it is. Such a great, awesome movie, and the, the stunts alone. We talked about this before. I don't want to repeat myself too much. Um, so we'll just go right to the next one I see. It's uh, I do, last... I Just before oh, you move ahead. on, I just want to say it is, oh. it's a top five PM movie. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh con- speaking of our buddy, Connoisseur. He's going to be on our podcast very soon to talk about Steven Seagal. So get ready. So for that, that should episode. be that should be an interesting discussion as well. Yeah, it's not like the movies. On the, it's not the last movies and stuff. It's going to be just Seagal, Seagal, Seagal. So well, I think, <laughs> and what, what I might even end up calling the episode, I think it's going to be just a Seagal free for all. Yeah, perfect. I love the name. 
That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so that's coming up. But yeah, everyone should go listen to his podcast um, just in general, but also that yeah. episode because if it, we do a really, I think, good breakdown of PM and a lot of what makes PM movies great. And that's certainly one of them. I mean, oh, if sure. anyone who hasn't oh, seen fine. it should definitely see it. This, listen to this episode and then watch it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think the order well, of that works. You know, you could stop the podcast. You know, we don't know when you're stopping it. Oh yes, we do. I know. Oh, oh we do. Oh, you do. You do know. Ah, Someone in South know. Dakota just paused us. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> hey, dude, unpauses, bro. Come on. We we know these things, but anyway. So yeah, see see Last Man Standing, and um, what else you got? Well, hmm. We could do the last ride. We could also connect it to The Last Rider. So The Last Ride is a PM movie. Oh, sorry, sorry. I can't, I can't think. AIP movie. It's oh, like a Hitcher right, knockoff. Right. Uh, remember the Hitcher knockoff? Um, it's gone, right? <laughs> I don't want to say it's gone, but I I can't help but think of Maximum Breakout instead. Well, here's, here's the thing. We'll just, it's a it's an AIP version of The Hitcher, and not as good, oh. but... Oh, yes. Okay, yes, it's coming ahead. back to me. But do you remember the actor's name? <sighs> oh, what a test. You know, um, I have it in front of me, so it's like... <laughs> it's not Flint Keller, is it? No, but you're close. Dan Ranger. Dan Ranger. Yeah. And he's only oh. in two other movies. This one, that's the first one. And then, of course, uh, Cop Out with David D. Buff. Oh, he, he's the guy from Cop Out with Dave Buff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, wow, Ranger and Buff. Well, that's what we said in the review. <laughs> um, yeah, Ranger should have done done more things, and Dave Buff should have done more things. That's true. Well, we said in the review that uh, he had to contend with David D. Buff, who challenged his supremacy in the awesome name sweepstakes. <laughs> well, I guess it was only a matter of time till they teamed up. That's really funny. And I'll just jump right to the next one, which would be The Last Riders, which we've kind of touched upon a little Eric bit. Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada, it was boring. Um, uh, Mimi Lesios is in it, it was boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, for a PM well, movie, it was a disappointment. But it, it was it's a latter-day PM. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, it's such a good idea, too. Eric Estrada is a biker, and he should be killing his fellow bikers because, you know, a drug deal went bad or something. As they often do. They never go right, do they? So, so yeah, you never see a drug deal gone right. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, oh, whenever there's a drug deal, you think, uh oh. Yeah, but and, and, and the drug deal gone right. Like, I hear your drugs. Okay, goodbye. Yeah, you never see that. <laughs> Usually, it just goes wrong, unfortunately. Um, um, anything else you want to say about this one? Do you remember any well, of it? I know. I remember it was more of a drama and also more of a yeah. love story. Yes. Oh, good memory. Yeah, the romance subplot. Um, about it but there's a kid named sammy and he, she has a bart simpson t-shirt and, and pajamas you say that, <laughs> that does ring a bell pajamas that say kid on them <laughs> so i guess we have to make sure she's a kid <laughs> well it's like those godfrey home movies where they have those headbands that say ninja it's like we can't figure that out huh but he's the headband that says ninja <laughs> yes yes um let's take a look at our next one. Oh, here we go well, let's go to another weak one, then we'll go to some good ones. We have Last Samurai from 1991. Is that gone? Is, well, hold on. Did it have Gerald Okamura? No, it has John Fujikoa. Oh, John Fujioka, right. Fujioka, yeah. And, and, and that was weak? I said kind of, my memory of that is that it was pretty good. I no? I think you might be thinking of a different movie. Because oh. uh, we gave it two bits, two stars. And you said that it's a bait and switch because uh, John is on the front brandishing a giant sword, and it's more of an Africa slog. Oh, right. Okay. I got that at Salvation Army. I remember that. I was like, hey, that seems like a rare movie at Salvation Army. <laughs> and that's where it went. <laughs> and that's where it went back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was okay. I mean, the idea is good, but didn't deliver. I mean, you shouldn't have John Fujioka on the cover with the samurai sword and then have it be an Africa slog. I mean, that's not yeah. good. Total bait and switch, man. Happens all the time, unfortunately. Um, 
let's take a look at our next movie, Last to Surrender, which is a good one. Well, that has uh, Roddy. Yeah, Roddy Piper and Han Su Ong. Right, and he says a bunch of racist things to him, and he calls him Chinese takeout. Yeah, Chinese takeout, like, I, and then Piper says, I hate oil, and I hate tacos. <laughs> and he, he has a passionate defense for hot dogs. <laughs> so so really, what we're dealing with is like a, a modern-day updating of Collision Course. Yes. Well, they're as different as hot dogs and sushi. You're going to get a lot of action, and you're going to get a lot of laughs, according to Collision Course. Right, and that's you're quoting almost directly from the back of the collision course box. Yes, is that for those that might not know? Collision course. I I wonder if that's on DVD at least. I know it's readily but, available on tape, but it probably doesn't have that thing at the beginning of the tape. Oh, that's right, the good time guarantee, right? Right, so, that if you didn't like collision course, you can I guess get a refund. Well, no one ever got one because no, it's a different movie. <laughs> I think we mentioned this before. Yeah, we mentioned this movie before, actually. I think we talked about uh, Last to Surrender with uh, the Connoisseur. Um, now we can go back to a bad one, The Last Warrior of uh, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, I know you were... I said you, boo when I ran it down. Yeah. I think it's because it's not worthy of the great man's talents. No, it's ridiculous. It's it, Well, it's... Um, it's a post-apocalyptic slog. You know, I'm the last warrior. This is not a very good movie. So <laughs> there, you, you just yeah. saved more yeah. time for people. You saved people an hour and a half. Yep. Just watch any other Dolph movie. Well, not Agent Red. <laughs> besides this one. Well, is this the one where he has to like go on a bus called like the Rainbow Connection or something? Wow, your memory is fantastic. <laughs> I think. Um. It's not in the review, but I do. I just have no because I think they're on a bus and they throw like rocks at people. It's like it's movies rated PG thirteen, which is, you know, a death nail for Dolph. Don't do that. Right, that's true. It's kind of a red flag. Yeah, it's like ew. So, but you know, you got to keep an open mind. We we try, we try, but like, eh, it sucks. Well, you can't win them all, as we say. No. We might talk about this movie on. We're supposed to be on. Uh, our I guess. Of our friend named Cameron Sullivan's podcast. It's called the Jacked Up Review Podcast. So we're going to be talking about Dolph soon on his thing uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, our next movie. Let's want to keep talking about the Last uh, Warrior. No, 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 I don't. All right, let's get to a good one. Which we got the Last of the Finest. Oh no, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, talk about. Let's go to a good one. You're talking about the cast. Oh my goodness, it's fantastic. Brian Dennehy, Joe Joe Pantoliano, Jeff Faye, and Bill Paxton. It's fantastic. It's a cop drama. I mean, done very well. Yes, we said it was extremely underrated and underappreciated film. And there's four cops on the edge, not just one. I mean, what a great idea. And finally, an idea like that, that they kind of live up to the idea. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, there's some drug deals that go wrong. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, Ryan Denny yells at his chief. I gotta rewatch this. <laughs> right, and they're the last of the finest. They're the last bunch of cops that care. Yeah, exactly. Now with the cops that don't care, they want to be, you know, replaced by stuffy suits and all that stuff, empty suits. Right, right. Um, I, I think it's like there's, you know, oh, I forgot the bad guy's named Noringer. And well, I wouldn't have remembered that. I don't remember that. And there's his underling is named. We call him a slime ball named Reese. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's a recommended movie. I think people should sure. check it out. For sure. We'll go to our next one, which would be The Last Fight. Another recommended movie. Yeah, Fred Williamson. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you know who also is in this movie as an actor? Don King. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was so yeah, Don King it. acts in the movie. It's a boxing drama, you know. Um, it's hilarious. Yeah, the boxing drama. I remember some explosions. I think I, I remember enjoying it. I want to rewatch it because I have a bunch of Fred Williamsons. Go ahead. And well, and because from what I remember, it's gritty. It's very to Walter quote Fred himself. It's down and dirty. <laughs> down and dirty. That's the yes, rap song. Of down and dirty. Song. I, well, I we can hear the song more than the dialogue. <laughs> well, that's that. a classic Fred thing. <laughs> um, 
Um, let's see. Yeah, people should, if they can find it, definitely check it out. Um, according, yeah, according to our um, review, it says that Darling Flugel is just simply in the end credits named Darlane. <laughs> no Flugel. Well, like maybe she was going for like a single name thing at the time. That's what we put. Yeah, so that's really funny. Um, but the movie overall, especially if you like boxing dramas, it's another underrated movie. Yeah, for sure. Very gritty. I'm happy to find that. I think you found that time tunnel. So that sounds right. Point. This is a thorny MI video, or yes, it or, is. Oh wow, excellent okay. memory. Steel trap, man. Steel trap memory. <laughs> well, I don't know. It feels like a lot of times on the podcast or just in life, I'd say I can't remember certain things. So <laughs> it's funny. I can remember certain things, but not others. Like I can remember the last fight is a thorny MI video, but I can't remember like important stuff, you know, from my life, you know. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say Noringer from the last of the <laughs> no, yeah, I don't remember. That's the thing. Why do I remember, yeah. like, the thing about the rainbow bus, but I don't remember yeah. Noringer? I mean, I guess your brain says, well, I can only remember so much, so <laughs> it, it picks point. and chooses for you. That's interesting that I picked that for The Last Warrior. Um, I think we only have a few more left, actually. Oh, we'll okay. Well, that's good. Um, We'll go with, hmm. We'll go with Last Boy Scout. We'll do a really silly one for last. So okay, well, obviously, yeah. I'm a big fan of The Last Boy Scout. Yeah, People have probably like, seen The Last Boy Scout because yeah. it's very mainstream, mainstream, but it's it's really well written by oh. a guy I'm a fan of, Shane Black. Oh, and fantastic movie. Hilarious, action-packed. And every line's quotable. Yeah, lots of quotable lines, lots of action. It has a, a great slam-bang beginning with Billy Blanks. Yes, it has that song. Friday night, a great night for football. Yes, and it's kind of like taking the lethal weapon formula and kind of almost bumping it up a level, you know. Because there's a lot of crazy shootouts and it's, it's chases so, and yeah. Why Bruce Wallace going to review last what the hell? Uh, it's probably one of his best movies for sure. No, I think like, it is. He's perfect for the role Damon Wayans. It's got to be one of his best movies. Oh, absolutely. Everybody is on fire in it. So Daniel Harris. Has, uh, I like Daniel Bruce Harris, the great Daniel Harris. And it's just, uh, Taylor Negron. <laughs> right. Sure. It's just it's it's a very entertaining and enjoyable movie that's just done very well. The type of movie that Hollywood doesn't make anymore. They can't make that today. I mean, I got to rewatch it. You know, I feel like we just watched it because we posted it just actually two years ago but um, yeah but you can never watch it in too much i might re- i did my pile of rewatch me i'll just move it up and then last but not least oh anything else want to say about the last boy scout no well, if you haven't seen it see it if you have see seen it, it re watch it Rewatch it for sure because definitely worth a rewatch uh we have the funny last movie which is coming up the last match Talk about the last match. Tell people what that is. Okay, so it's about a, f- a football team who stops terrorists. Oh. Remember that? <laughs> of course. <laughs> How Ernest Borgnine in an Italian movie about an American football team that uses their football playing skills to stop the baddies? It's perfect. It, yes, the movie around it sometimes isn't very good, but that idea is great. And they do deliver on it at the end. Absolutely. I don't want to say what happens, but it's yeah, good. Yeah, say. And what's but, funny... Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. You say. I say, what's funny about this movie is that no one really has names. So Charles Napier's in it. He just plays American console. And then Borgnine plays coach. Martin Balsam. Martin Balsam is in this movie. Lawyer. <laughs> well, I, that was fairly common for the Italian movies of the day, where the actors of a prior generation would go and they would appear... Um, but, I mean, Ernest Borgnine is perfect for the coach. Yeah, because he's a lot of energy. And because he doesn't just coach them on the gridiron, he coaches them in killing the bad guys. <laughs> At the end, doesn't he say, go left, go right, shoot yeah. here, you know? Yeah, it's perfect. It's such a great ending. That's true. That's true. The, to be fair, the movie's not perfect, and it does yeah. slow down a lot. Um, and it has some pacing issues, but it does pay off. Yeah, we were saying that in the review here, and I remember that. It's like, this pays off. <laughs> oh, I think we might have lost you there for a second. You lost me? Can you oh, hear just, me what did, what did you just say? I was just saying it's a perfect ending. 
Oh yeah, oh it is. It, it couldn't. The ending couldn't be better. It's almost worth it for the ending. But again, it's a rare movie. It was never released in the U.S. I think it needs a Blu-ray release stat. Oh, I would. I actually would pay. I'd pay uh, twenty-five, maybe more. I have to see it again. It, it, it's screaming for a Blu-ray release. I think if that had come out in the on VHS, I might have said this in the interview. I say this a lot, but if it had come out during the you know the classic years of the video store in the eighties and up through the mid nineties. If, if some label like media or oh, one anyone those, yeah. had put it out, it would be a cult classic that people always talk about today. Yes. But it's, it's it languishes in obscurity. So it does, it does languish in obscurity. So hopefully someone will release that um, soon. You know, I would love I really to see that. So. I really, really hope so. I think if I'm not mistaken, that is the last movie we have on here. Well, and then how perfect because that, you know, we're hitting that hour mark very soon. Yeah. So, you I'm know, we don't want to take up too much of people's time. So, no, um, no, but this was a good idea. It's fun. Uh, last movie. We'll do why you kill uh, next. Or, okay. or yeah, all, just, yeah, I was happy when you came up with the idea for the last movies because yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. Well, I just saw that. It's like, huh, that's a lot of last movies. We have a bunch of kill movies, a bunch of dead movies, and a bunch of deadly movies. So maybe we'll just right. I think there's enough deadly and dead. We can do two separate episodes. Oh, for sure. So, I think. Um, um, okay. I think, <laughs> hmm. Oh, I think I have a shout out. Let me. Oh, yes, I do have a shout out. I have two shout outs. Uh, if I didn't say this before, I'll say it again. Thanks to uh, Hillbilly's ho- underscore Horrors VHS for the free tapes. I think I might have said this last time, but that was really nice. So yeah, no, he he yeah. seems like a great guy. I mean, I don't know great. him really, but he just yeah. seems like a really generous, nice yeah. person. Yeah, so thanks again. That was really nice. So we're going to be watching uh, his movies that he gave us. Shadow Force with uh, uh, Dirk G2? Benedict. Yeah, yeah, Shadow Force of Dirk Benedict and G2, The Mortal Conquest with Daniel Bernhardt very soon. I was thinking, you know, maybe we could do a contest where we give away – the doubles that he gave you, maybe. Yes. He gave me doubles. Talk of, about that. Yeah, he gave me doubles of um, Rogue Force and why is that? Airborne. Airborne. Yeah. So, we'll so think of this, a, yeah. We'll if think there's of enough interest, maybe yeah. we could um, have a contest and we could have people write in and they, that's what they could win. They could win those yeah, uh, tapes good. of Rogue Force and Airborne. Yeah, that'd um, be fun. Uh, well, if, the, if, if there's enough response, maybe we could do that, yeah. you know. Okay. But I think one of them has to be just checked on. Cause I think there's – but um, I, we have a person who fixes uh, some tapes. So. Yes, we have a guy. Yeah. <laughs> we have a guy. That's perfect. We have a guy for a lot of stuff. Um, but I think that's it. We can do the plugs for our stuff, I guess, or the uh, – Yeah, just oh, one social media. I have the other shout-out. I forgot. Oh, right. Uh, let me just double-check his name so I don't screw this up. So give me one moment. Okay. Vega dot noir N O I R. He he started listening to our podcast, so thanks for listening. And uh and he wants to come on, so we'll we'll work on that shortly. But yeah, thanks for listening. Being a new listener. And, and if there are any new listeners out there, thank you so much. We we really appreciate it because, you know, there's so many podcasts out there. So the fact that you're listening to us again, yeah. it's it's very flattering Thanks. and yeah. very awesome. So thank thank you to everyone. It keeps us going. You know, oh, this is Vega.Noir on Instagram. Same of Hillbillies underscore Horrors VHS. These are all Instagram uh, handles. So that would be a good segue to saying our Instagram handle would right. be – Tie Action Rocks Instagram for to follow us. You want to say some more of them? Oh, no, please go ahead. Okay, well, we got Tie Comeuppance on uh, the Twitters and why am I never Letterboxd? You know, we have we have upcoming reviews on Letterboxd, so I want to take a look. Um, um, the website itself? See, that's yeah. the one I can remember comeuppancereviews.net. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the classic website. I've been for 10 years. we got to remember that one. <laughs> yes. And um, Facebook? How about Facebook? Oh, Facebook. Same. Come up with reviews on Facebook. We post our review uh, once a week on there, too. Yeah. And I think that's all of them except the email address, yes. which is crpodcast at yahoo.com. See, we have a lot of ways to get uh, – a hold of us usually because i live on instagram now that's usually the fastest way well, to get a hold of me. 
It's because you're doing those VHS pictures, which I think yeah. people really appreciate. Yeah, people like them, which is really nice. You know, I just posted Black Cobra, Fred Williamson, and I, um, I posted Mortal Sins. I have two movies called Mortal Sins, one with Christopher Reeve and one with Brian Benben, erotic thriller. So An erotic posted- thriller with Brian Benben. <laughs> I haven't That's- seen it yet. Um, but I'll, I'll Tell get me how it is. Yeah, I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> well, actually, if you think about it, wasn't he in a lot of sexy situations on Dream On? Yes, and then they usually punctuate it with stupid stock footage of animals and trains. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> like this will separate us from Seinfeld and Friends. Yeah. And also, it wasn't very funny, but that's just our opinion. But well, you know, you might get a lot of angry male Dream On fans. I'll t- I'll bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I can tie this back to the action world, of course, because Brian Ben Ben teamed up with Dolph Lundgren, and I come yeah. in peace. Great movie, awesome. We just watched that, right? So well, we rewatched it um, yeah. recently because yeah, it's so, so much fun. Um, and uh, Matthias Hughes. Yes. So as the baddie. It's perfect. So Great th- movie. It's almost like six degrees of whatever. We we can um, <laughs> yeah, if you mention something, we can tie it back to. Action somehow. You usually can't. You usually tie it back to action or Dolph. So. Well, aren't those one and the same? Yes. So I. <laughs> it's funny. I would always put the circle back. Is he right? <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, like uh, Thirteen Dead Men. Remember how it had mystical? Y- yes. Oh. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, remember that mystical and uh, shake it fast. So yeah. I guess we'll. And on that shake, note, uh... yeah, we'll shake it out out of here. So. Yeah, oh, yes, we we will be shaking our way uh, off until next time. Yes, so um, thanks for much listening. like Mystical did himself. Oh, he sure did. He, oh, that might have been a spoiler, right? <laughs> well, no, I was just talking about in life. You know, he doesn't. Oh yes, he did shake it fast. Yeah. So. No, there's no spoilers on this show. You won't yeah, hear any spoilers. If you hear a spoiler, we'll just say the word spoiler, and then we'll spoil something. That's true. We, we that's true. We would always do an alert. Yes. So, so the guy in what South Dakota who pauses us. So <laughs> you won't hear any spoilers. We're getting wacky now. And that's true. Uh, we can tell that this podcast has to end. So I yes. think I will just say thank you for listening. Yes. And I this thank is you. Brett this signing is off. Thank you. <laughs> and now we're both signing off. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.
be looking good, warriors. All the way back to Coney. <laughs>